keep on coming and the white people keep calling on people on black people when they see them in a building they don't think they have any business being in anyway um it is wednesday october 17th 2018 i guess i should give you an update on me um Sorry for the smacking, but um, still kind of homeless. Uh, I've been uh, going back and forth between um, finding parking lots. I could sleep in, in my car, just park there you know, without the um, security wandering around. You know, Keeping making sure people don't sleep in their cars in the parking lots. Uh, and uh, Motel 6s, which uh, I'm becoming quite fond of. I am becoming quite fond of the Motel 6s that doesn't have roaches or bed bugs in it. Because I've been to three so far. And um, 
Yeah, there's there's always that odd one that just is just nasty. And um, maybe one day I might do a rundown of all the proper Motel 6s to go to. But, you know, until that day comes, you know, just, just um, bouncing between between that. And uh, just so I give a, a brief shout out to all the people who have um, uh, donated, who have uh, you know helped me out, even though I didn't really, wasn't really uh, looking for any um, handouts per se. But uh, they uh, they they took the time out to give me some give me a little something to to. Uh, to help me along this journey, whatever the hell this is I'm going through. Um, Fonte Coleman, who was a guest on the show, he uh, sent me some stuff through PayPal. Uh, Simone Sequera, I don't know who she is really, but thank you. Uh, the great Steve Erickson, um, he, he gave me some stuff. Uh, Duncan Derry. Ty Burr, the great uh, Boston Globe film critic, Ty Burr. Nelson uh, Carvajal. Gilbert Meyer Gowan, a man I have not seen or heard from in the past 20 years. Um, he uh, gave me a, 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 a big donation uh, to the point where I was, I was going to send it back to him because, you know, this made no sense. For me to get all that but he but he said no take it you know use that for uh rent when you finally get a place and i asked him like are things going that well for you and he said yeah so i'm just gonna assume he works for halliburton and blackwater and but uh you know gilbert was always an intelligent person I, I was i always knew him as a dj djmg but gilbert is also a whiz when it comes to computers so i'm assuming yet yeah, he's doing some magnificent stuff with computers in order to give me so much dough. Um, Andrew Dignan, longtime friend. Lindis Clark, friend of a friend. Keith Ulich, the legendary Keith Ulich. Philip Tatler, Bill, Bilga, Bilga Beery, who was a guest on the show. Andrea Park, Edward Puget, who I'm assuming is a relative of Matt Puget, who set this whole thing off with Lawrence Scott Weinberg. Mary Rafferty, Pamela Nelson, uh, one of my favorite copy editors, James Walcott, the legendary James Walcott, Lakshmi Gandhi. I'm just going to assume is a wonderful person. Fabian Wolf, Jolene Oldham, uh, more Ward, Terry Boggess, who just gives me money even when I don't ask her. She just, I don't know why, just I told her stop giving me money. She just does. And of course, Scott Weinberg. Um, who set this whole thing off. I want to thank you. I told you I'd give you a shout out and, uh, just, uh, let you know that, um, you know, I am trying my best to still maintain some sort of thing here in Houston, which is always a pain in the ass. You know, just Houston, uh, this is between, you know, just just not having a lot of work here and Hurricane Harvey, I guess, like nobody's really doing anything. Yeah, I'm almost I keep on contemplating whether or not to stick around here. But 
for the time being. We'll just see how everything goes. And now, with all that out the way, let me just uh, talk about horrible people and what they've been doing. Because uh, last week, I left this... Sh- I, I did this show on Wednesday, and then the next day, uh, every problematic person showed up at the White House. Uh, just you had Kanye and Jim Brown and Kid Rock and, and Mike Love for the Be- from the Beach Boys for some reason. And I'm pretty sure Rasputin and uh, just uh, who else? Ivan the Terrible. Uh, just, uh, uh, Jake Steed, uh, you know, Kurt Angle, I don't know who else, they're, they're, they're just like, and, uh, Kanye, of course, that was the big news, he ke- keeps on wearing the, the MAGA hat for some reason, trying to make it something else, and he was just going off on some stuff, and it, it got me thinking, um, you know, just, it got me thinking just how, Kanye has mostly gotten off the deep end because a lot of the guys that um, he used to roll with, the, the the creatives, Smart Brothers, who was always there from guys like Jay, Jay-Z and, and Rhyme Fest and John Legend and Common and Lupe and all these, like, you know, they've all kind of distanced themselves. I mean, we all know what happened with him and Jay and John Legend certainly not hanging out with his you know, he's an EGOT now. What, what, you know, he's not hey, dealing with Kanye. And then Rhyme Fest, him out of falling out, and Lupe and him out of falling out. So just, you know, he's just hanging out with Kardashians every day. So, of course, this man has completely, you know, gone from what from what reality is. Just, they, he just, he, he deals with people in his, in his family who, who traffic in artifice. So, of course, he's going to start spouting off at the mouth of nonsense and nobody knows what he's talking about. And he's going to and he's going to, uh, you know, have five zeros as his uh, iPhone passcode. And it's just he's just going to not make any sense whatsoever. So. So, yeah, just that's 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 why I think of Kanye right now. Uh, Trump uh, forever is a douche. Uh, yeah, I believe like, you know, uh called uh, Stormy Daniels horse face during the week because she lost that uh that suit where like uh trying to uh sue Donald Trump for def- for defamation of character and everything. And you know, he 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 put a you know, just just try to put one more uh insult in there calling her horse face. Oh you I'm pretty sure you didn't feel that way when she was spanking you. You know, you know, rolling that, that magazine up and spanky on the on the took is there you orange bastard and um i feel like talking about trump at all in any capacity just what is um chris brown went on stage with drake i guess they ended their beef whatever because because i'm pretty sure chris brown uh texted or called up drake and said Hey, listen, uh, you know, just, you know, I, yeah, because he just put some stuff in her ear, in his ear about Rihanna, you know, just like, she's never going to be into you, man. You know, like I tried, man, just we, you know, have ups and downs, man, just, and that's, that's basically, they found that I'm, a, I'm 
betting that they found that common ground over guess Rihanna not you know being herself and not having to deal with with these two simping ass dudes and of course they go on stage together now because I really don't care about them but um let's see uh oh well I mean of course the big news today about uh how uh Pusha T said that it was uh 40 Drake's longtime producer uh, that uh, gave him the uh, f- you know the info about Drake's child that he used against him in the you know in the diss track and everything just it, okay well just I mean just you, you find out stuff and you put it on you you put it on wax I don't know if people still put anything on wax and you know, Pusha T used that all that info to his advantage and just made a diss track and just I can't stress enough how it it just makes no sense to me how rich Negroes are just acting just ignorant all over the place. It's just I mean, all y'all rich. What's what's what tells y'all problem? I got a damn thing, and y'all just like, oh, you got a daughter you ain't supporting. Oh, yeah, then all this, that, and just oh, and just it's oh, just oh man, just you know, you get money, y'all just lose your damn minds and just have any semblance of reality. It just it just goes back to. I was saying about Kanye and just saddening. Well, Canada has legalized weed now. Listen, let's 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 be honest now. Just Canada's better than us. Uh, uh, weed and 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 free health care. So it's just like, why are we all still here? Why why haven't we went over? To Canada and just like had donut holes at Tim Hortons and just get uh get yourself checked up and and, and get a nice dub sack just because I think we all need that right now <sighs> just uh, let's see see if I have anything else to say um Uh yeah, we got uh, two good decades left, and then it's just gonna be um just uh it's just gonna be it. We just gonna it's gonna be nothing but cockroaches, and 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 Angela Lansbury, and just there's not gonna be any flowers gonna be like Wally, except we ain't gonna be fat in a spaceship somewhere. So uh so yeah, so climate change. Yeah, just yeah. Keep on believing that doesn't exist, but you know, I believe about yeah because they made that big study that we got two decades left, and after that, we all did. So, which yeah, at this point, yeah, let's 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 try and start all over again. Let's see if we can get it right this time. 
You know, people often wonder, how do I stay sane when everything um, is going insane all around me? And uh, what, you know, a lot of people jog, a lot of people power walk, a lot of people do yoga, a lot of people just take deep, deep breaths. I drive around in my car and talk like um, adult film star Wesley Pipes. And uh, just wandering around every every now and then just going, yeah, don't cheat me, girl. Don't cheat me. Get your grown woman on, girl. Get your grown woman on. Yeah, somebody's in shape, girl. Ah, Ruby. Ugh. Eh. Ah, ugh. so nasty. Damn, you got a big booty and stuff. So, so yeah, that's how I try to maintain sanity. It may, it may not work for you, but hey, as somebody who's seen Wesley Pipes in action and heard some of the outlandish stuff that comes out of his mouth, and it's you know it's quite amusing, and it just Every now and then, thinking back on it, just because he's always talking about like, "Don't you cheat me, girl!" Don't you get that nasal inflection? Just it's the way he gets in the. Uh, uh, uh. It's all about the nose, so and just the nasal talk and everything. So, <sighs> okay, that one was for me, and just uh, you know what? Let's just get into. Some music right now. This is um, the most bricklayerish. I know where the hell that came from. Show on uh, KPFT. This is the Sour Hour. Let's do it. Golden wings upon my feet on clouds I dance. Orange sky and deep blue sea in the palm of my hand. Golden child with your wild bright eyes, a scroll of poems in your hand. Finitude that can paint the sky, the desert floods at your command.
by the world's disguise Thinking of a master plan Single love And it multiplies Had the smiles on the divan
was on a day like this Yeah If you can believe If you can believe If you can believe It's such a dream to me Before you speak, don't move Cause I don't wanna wait up, wait Okay, uh, this is uh, the Sour Hour, a.k.a. Everything is Canceled, a.k.a. Damnation Nation, a.k.a. Ah, Ruby. Uh, bring back Wesley Pipes in there one, one last time. Um, I am uh, Craig D. Lindsay, a.k.a. Uncle Crizzle, 
a.k.a. Black Larry David, a.k.a. Anastasia Beaverhausen, a.k.a. one and a half years a slave. Uh, that, that oh, And once again, I'll get into that at some point in time, but not now. And uh, you listen to this uh, KPFT HD 2, not 3, 2. If you want to holler at me on the, on the, on the medias, Twitter, Facebook, uh, whatever, uh, it's uh, at Uncle Crizzle, at U-N-C-L-E-C-R-I-Z-Z-L-E. Want to let me know if you're listening to this show. You can hashtag the Sour Hour, something like that. And if you want to listen to archive episodes, um, go to mixcloud.com slash Uncle Crizzle. I should tell you, uh, we're in the middle of the, the fall pledge drive. I don't have any uh, uh, pitch or any uh, or spiel to go along with te- what to tell you how to. Um, all I know is that there is a piece of paper uh, under the clock that says if you want to donate uh, through Cash App, uh, just uh, go to ca- Cash Me. No, Cash, not, not Cash. Cash, C-A-S-H dot me at dollar sign K-P-F-T H-O-U-S-T-O-N Cash dot me slash dollar sign K-P-F-T Houston. So good luck with that. If you want to donate money to this fine establishment. Let's uh, get into the music I played, um, starting uh, at the top with uh, Golden Wings, the newest single from uh, Gabriel Garzan Montano. That is actually the chamber arrangement. There is there is a uh, regular version, and he went back and uh, did it with some strings and some horns, and I, I, I kind of like that version. Uh, better. Uh, that's a guy I want to have on the show one day, Gabriel Garzon Montano. And uh, another person I want to have on the show is uh, the next uh, person who uh, is on uh, Pickled Ginger from Mac Ayers from uh, one of my favorite albums right now. Um, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's sometime. Oh no, something I something to feel. Yeah, something to feel. That is a great album, and uh, just every song on that is just like a just a favorite of mine. I, I just was trying to find the right one to play, and and that one, even though it's like you know at least under three minutes, I thought it was a great one to play. And of course, after that, I went pop and um, played uh, some Ariana Grande from her new album Sweetener, uh, called uh, REM, produced by Pharrell. Now, I've been meaning to play Ariana Grande for quite some time, especially from this album. And I figured with all the stuff that happened with her and um, Pete Davidson breaking up, I thought now is a perfect time to play some of that. And just, you know, all I got to say about that is, hey, love dies. You know, just got to gotta move on. Sometimes things aren't just meant to be, even though maybe two are just... You know, maybe you're fine together, but, you know, you may, might not last. So you just got to just gotta enjoy the time you had and just just go go your separate ways. So 
I've never been through anything like that, so I know what the hell I'm talking about. But um, let's get into our guest uh, for today. And um, uh, I just reached out to her a few days ago and I said, hey, want to be on the show? And she went, um, I think. And yeah, so barely was went off from there. And uh, she, uh, would would we call you a model? Would is, is a an Instagram model? Is that a, a a perfect way to describe you? I would say it goes a little deeper than that, but you know that title does get thrown around a lot. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, she is a model. She, um, you can uh, find her work on um, on Instagram at curvy dot. Was it curvy, underscore uh, curvy underscore sorry uh, curvy underscore glamazon g l a m a z o n there you go um she refers to herself as uh jenny glamazon welcome to the sour hour thanks for having me okay well i mean let's get into it uh just uh how long have you been um modeling actually i just got started in april so i'm kind of new to the game but not new to the industry new to the game but not new to the industry i mean how i mean would you like uh, so i'm further with that actually started out on the opposite side of the camera doing hair and makeup mm-hmm. so i've been doing that for a lot longer for a little over a decade And I just had this moment where I wanted to try it on the other side and see how it went. And here I am, you know, a couple months later and the following I have now and the things I've gotten to experience in the last couple months have been really life changing. Well, I mean, what initially wanted you, uh, what initially made you decide to to jump over that other side of, of being a model? Honestly, I feel like I had a lot of influence from the plus size model community because a lot of people were trying to change the beauty standard. And I, as someone who based my work on making other women feel beautiful, I felt like I could also represent the change of the community for the plus size models. And um, just so, um, yeah, because that's something I've uh, been a huge admirer of. Um, you know, Instagram models get this rep of being just like, uh, you know, size two, three, four ladies uh, doing really thirsty pics. Yeah. But there are a lot of um, more curvy, uh, curvier ladies. Uh, you know, it's a... There's there's so many ways to describe them, and you you always wonder if you're gonna describe the right, right way, like buxom, zoptig, thick, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, just well, I mean, were there any uh, in particular that inspired you? And stuff? Oh, of course. I mean, Ashley Graham. She basically kind of the blew old, up the industry. Yeah, totally. Oh, gee, yeah. So she was a huge influence, and even the ones that. We like I saw on your Instagram, you know, Lati, she's amazing. And um, all the way down from 
even because she's not even from America. So it's all over the world that we're trying to make that influence. So for her to come here and kind of change the game, uh, she's a big influence. And even like locally, there's a lot of really good Instagram models that are making a difference with, um, there's Kelly Morgan. She's amazing. And she's doing her thing in California. Um, you know, lots and lots of people, even like London Andrews. I don't ah, know. love London Andrews. She's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, yeah she's another OG. Like I first uh, got to know her work when she was doing Tumblr way before, uh, people, uh, models were dropping, uh, thirst trap photos on Instagram. There was Tumblr and that's yeah. how you mostly, you know, got new, uh, got no lot of models that were out there. So have you seen, uh, the real Bella Isabella? Probably, probably have. But, yeah, uh, and actually today's her birthday. So um, if she's listening, happy birthday, baby. And um, yeah, she's amazing too. She's definitely out there to change the game. And that's that's awesome. But yeah, funny enough, it's her birthday today. But she's good. You should look her up. Okay. And just, well, got, well as you say, as you, know, you got, got no, uh, there are a lot of uh, other models out there, uh, plus size, uh, full figure, curvy, whatever. And just, so you uh, have you uh, gotten to know a lot of these women? Have uh, you've uh, been able to uh, talk to them or get some advice or or whatnot, and just maybe even doing a collabo of sorts? Oh, definitely. It's funny because as soon as I got into the modeling industry, it was nothing but support and love from these other plus size models. And we, even though we're not necessarily in the same city or even in the same, you know part of the world um we do these things where we'll just shout each other out you know with the stories on instagram that's a big thing for us we kind of just show love there and kind of spread our our art through there and just say hey you know check this girl out she's amazing and we kind of i I was like overrun with a lot of love from these plus size models that are even more you know so many more followers than you can imagine and and they, they were just already ready to swoop me up and tell me, you know, how to grow my business and everything like that. And it was so, it was so nice. It was such a warm welcome, you know? Well, I mean, not to, you shouldn't uh, sniff, sniff at uh, your followers because apparently according uh, to your Instagram page, you got uh, 29.5 uh, <laughs> thousand, yeah. you know, 29 yeah, thousand five hundred followers. Yeah. Let, let's see how many followers I have. Uh, six hundred and sixty-nine. Okay, that's well. Hey, you can't you can't win them all. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you you've apparently in the brief time that I you've know done this, I know you've managed to accumulate yeah. a lot of uh, followers. What would you say is the secret to your following success? <laughs> Uh, study the Instagram algorithm. I feel like that's kind of, unfortunately, you know, you got to learn when to post, learn with the hashtags, learn not to get shadow banned. But it's also, again, like the community of women that I've been introduced Mm -hmm. to, they're all around just trying to shout you out, you know? So they have a hundred thousand followers. Yeah. So they shout you out and everything like that. And you're taking care of them, shouting them out and making sure that, you know, they're getting noticed and you're taking care of them. And it's, it's easy. It just grows like that. And you're putting out this artistic work that's going to get you noticed by the right photographers and the Mm -hmm. right clothing companies. And from there it just, you know, flourishes. I mean, let's talk about that because we've actually, uh, uh, we're off the air discussing, uh, 
getting involved with photographers, mostly mm-hmm. male photographers. I don't know if there are a lot of female photographers out yeah, there. Yeah, there are definitely. Yeah. And just, you know, making sure that uh, they are, you know, basically on the up and up and making sure that they will. Do, I mean, how do you go about tracking down the right people uh, to take photos of you and, and then whatnot, get involved with them? There are a lot of good networking communities, especially on Facebook, um, where there are photographers and models that'll be put together in a group. And um, the head of the group will usually try and put together something where kind of like a meet and greet or a shoot and greet where you can meet these photographers. And of course, Instagram showcases their work. So you check out their work, you see what style you like, and you just hit them up, you know, mm-hmm. just say, hey, you want to collab or you know, and then like go from there just to kind of see who they follow, the model shots that you see, who shot their photo mm-hmm. and just kind of yeah. reach out to those people and see, you know, everyone has a different style and taste and you just kind of pick and choose the ones that you like. How does it work usually? I mean, does the uh, the photographer come to you or do you go to the photographer, you know, some meet, have some middle ground and where you, middle meeting ground? I mean, how's that, how does it work most of the time? Um, typically, from my experience, um, the photographer has reached out to me. There's been a few times that from some of these meet and greets, maybe I didn't get the opportunity to work with the photographer at the time. Uh, so I will make it a point to reach out to them and say, Hey, I'd like to work with you. But most of the time it is the photographer that reaches out because they see your portfolio and everything like that. And they, they usually are looking to do some sort of artistic outlet and plan a shoot and everything like that. Well, as I was saying, like, do you go to, well, do you, when it comes to actual uh, shooting time, does, do you go to that person or that person comes to you? Well, it depends on the concept. So a lot of times it could be studio work. It could be outdoors. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it just really narrows down to the concept that we've come up with because I've done a lot of studio work, um, lifestyle, which is usually somewhere, you know. It's funny because one of the most, one of my most favorite photos that I took recently that I posted, um, I was actually at an abandoned gas station behind a bush (laughs) that you would never assume that it was some random gas station. And the photographer, Louie, um, he literally was like, stand behind this tree and like it, you would look, it looks like I'm in the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Like the way these photographers envision something in a place that you would never assume could, you know, turn out to be the most beautiful photo, mm-hmm. you know? So it really doesn't matter where you are. As long as you got the, the talent and the artistic eye, you can make some magic happen. Has there been instances where you, you dealt with a photographer that was not on the level and just, yeah, just that a shady, shysty ass person. <laughs> you know, I have to say that I've had some pretty good luck, but I'm still new in the game, so I might come across those kind of photographers. But so far, they've been they've been pretty great and pretty respectful. I I do think that sometimes when you're, especially when I was first starting out, I was I wanted the content. So I've definitely learned editing styles, you know, that's kind of what it is, is like who edits, you know, 
in the style that I like and versus me just trying to grab content and realizing uh, it's not even worth the content if the editing isn't done right. You know, the colors don't look good. And, you know, because for me, it's about something more artistic. You know, I want the photos to feel like I, I want the photos to make you feel something. You know what I mean? So. I, well, has it, has it been a, a situation uh, uh, where the people, the, the, a lot of the models that you've uh, met and, and come across, have they kind of uh, made sure that you steered away from the uh, from the wrong type of people, or just you know, have they, you know, you know, they rolled up and said, "Hey, don't, don't, don't mess with that dude. He he does. He just has an iPhone and doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't really doesn't really know what he's doing." Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's the best part about the community is that a lot of times, you know, I like to hype up the photographer I'm about to work with, and uh, you know, sometimes I'll I'll get hit with a DM. Hey, watch out! Just keep an eye out for this. Keep an eye out for that. So we're we're pretty on top of each other and I've, I've done the same thing if i've seen a fellow model work with a certain photographer just say hey heads up heads up on this or either you know just certain things down to if they're late because it is a lot of our time as much as it is their time to make sure we're all punctual you know should we mention uh the uh security or insurance that you have to make sure that no shady shysty stuff happens <laughs> um i i mean i feel as though most of my ladies out there depending on you know when you're first time meeting a photographer you make sure you have a friend there with you you know mm -hmm. just so you're not alone that's always the best advice because even sometimes um depending on again the concept you could be going into a hotel room their mm -hmm. home mm -hmm. so you know, I always have a girlfriend or a guy friend there with me to make sure, you know, no shadiness goes on, you know? Yeah. You want to say something, man? No, no. Okay. I just, I just thought, thought, thought throw it out there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, well, this, one of the reasons, uh, that I, uh, admire the, the, uh, these, uh, ladies that are doing this modeling, um, as full-figured curvy women or whatnot, because you don't see that every day, and there's this, there's almost a bold defiance to that—the fact that there are women of a lot of shapes that are willing to uh, be vulnerable enough to show themselves that way, because it's you know, of course, we've been conditioned that you know, women who uh, who uh, who are more who are different size other than the 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 usual sizes that just ghastly human beings or whatever yes they're not considered uh sexually attractive and it's just and so just this misconception that i've found over the years you know when it comes right down to it, yeah, a lot of men don't really care about that stuff just you know at least a lot of men i know it's just you know just they just want somebody to just you know get with and that's mostly it you know you can, you can have like a club foot like a <laughs> Like like all got a lot of divots, a third and eye, yeah, a lot of div divots and dimples in your ass and stuff like that. They don't that. care. Yeah, just, I like that stuff, it's right? Like, you've been, like I like you know crevices and cracks and dimples in the yeah. ass. It shows you've been kicked in the ass by life. You know you what? Have, just have character. Yeah. But um, but is has that been kind of like an obstacle of uh, people like you wanted? You want to go out there and be a model and, and try to make it 
you, you know, be out there and do your thing. And there are people like, oh, you can't really be a model because you, you look, you, you look frumpy or whatever the hell. I don't, I don't know what to <laughs> do. At six just, feet tall, I don't think it's possible for me to look frumpy, but you know, <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. Honestly, uh, I feel like the hardest part is because, you know, it is a dream of mine to either do Wilhelmina or Neil Hamill and see if I can break through that, that standard, you know, and it does make me nervous to send my headshots there because I don't think we're there yet, Mm -hmm. but I will keep going until we are, you know, but I think I do still see sometimes, you know, when there's a community of models or something like that, that a lot of times that the thinner model is still chosen, you know? So, uh, have you received, shall we say, haterade from other models who are not the same size or even the same size? Like, you know, and I get, get modeling can, I've heard modeling can be a competitive field and just, you find that, uh, you know, uh, other ladies, uh, not, not really in the whole, you know, empowerment thing. <laughs> You know, I wish I could give you some dirty gossip about that. But man, these ladies are lovers. They are. uh, I actually just did a shoot with this. She was so fit and she was short. She was like the perfect height. She had the that fit body. And I felt so empowered just being next to her. And it was the same thing. She was like, girl, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. And I was like, girl, you are the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. And we just, the the shoot, we killed it. It was amazing to see both of our figures next to each other. And again, you look at that photo and you're going to think that made me feel something. So lucky again for me that whether they're my size or not my size, it has been nothing but love. You know, we're just all just <laughs> banding together, mm-hmm. you know, and just making sure each one of us feels beautiful and supported. So, you know, again, we'll see what happens because it's only been a couple months. But even if, if someone did come for me, I think I got to get enough support team that they would that would be the wrong choice for them. Uh, well, yes, you've done lingerie modeling you've done a lot of other modeling you know uh is, is boot wait is boudoir, boudoir modeling still a thing boudoir yeah so boudoir is pretty much how i got started a lot of times um photographers are trying to break out into the industry the boudoir industry and so you know in order for them to have content you know they got to get together a a bunch of confident women that are willing to get half naked and uh, pose for them so they can put it on their, you know, Mm. hype up their Instagram and stuff. So that's kind of how, that's literally how I got started. I had a couple photographer friends that were uh, wanting content to break out. And um, I'm, I would definitely consider myself a really confident person. So I went ahead and, you know, volunteered and started posting those photos and, Next thing I know, I'm a model. <laughs> well, you, well, you talk about being uh, half naked on camera, and I just was wondering, like, is there a point that you will not go, or you don't mind? 
we, you would uh, would mind getting completely butt balled? <laughs> yeah. Or I just <laughs> I'm not where I want to do the implied nudity. Definitely not. Unless it w- if it was for something where, um, like, I believe it was Vogue magazine where it was a bunch of women and they ranged from all different sizes and they mm-hmm. were kind of covering each other. So it was still very modest. Um, and that kind of implied nudity. Like, would I do that just for a generic shoot? No, it would have to definitely mm-hmm. be a concept that was r- really empowering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there are any other, like, you, you talk a lot about uh, a lot of other um, models been helping out. I mean, just there are any um, who are kind of like in your same position who are up and coming or just somebody you want to give some shouts out to or stuff like that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If I'm going to give some shout outs, um, my number one muse is Queen Plus X, Lena Lux. She's mm-hmm. definitely... Uh, she, she got in the game a little bit before me and she's inspired me to definitely take that plunge into the industry. Um, Jesse Johnson, even, uh, do you know Crystal McBooty? Oh yes. Yes. I do. Love yeah. her. Yeah. She's amazing. Miss Barry, um, Thicky Nikki, man, just, there's so many shiny says all my girls, um, even new ones, you know, Dare Devi, um, local ones like, um, let's see, you, you you always have to remember they're like clever Instagram. You ever yeah. have that issue like sometimes when you're like reading a bunch of words together and you're just like schmaggle schmaggle when really it just says like Sarah Johnson, but you like read it so fast like that's what it ends up coming out in your brain. Okay. Oh, well, just come on, just, you have that too, right? Well, I, I, I thought you when you started talking about that, I thought it was like I think that's dyslexia. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. But just uh, how about do you know Ashley Dunn? I don't think I know Ashley Dunn. Oh, she is, she is, she is wonderful. Just like every time, every I time I see a photo of hers on on Instagram, I just light up. Just what about like, have you seen uh, Stephanie Joplin? Stephanie Joplin, though. Yeah. Oh, man. And she's like a sports addict, too, like yeah. me. Uh, yeah. And she's so beautiful. Like, she, she's she's my sports girl. Like, she's my Rockets girl, my oh. Astros girl. Yeah, because so. you are a big sports I fan. I am a big sports yeah, fan. Yeah, you, you, you kept, you, y'all keep, kept reminding me I'm missing um, uh, the, the Rockets game tonight just to be here. So, I know. Well, thank you for that. It's love right there. Um... Real, real quickly, uh, let me bring this one out of the of the of the of the depths. Uh, this is a thing I like to call uh, "What's pissing you off this week." Oh, Jesus! Uh, this always messes up. Let me see. Let me do it again. Damn, you got big old booty. Yeah, and uh, so is there anything pissing you off this week? You know what? Oatmeal. Oatmeal. Oatmeal is pissing me off this week. You mean oatmeal to eat or just yes. oatmeal to put on your face? What it, to eat every morning. I've tried to make myself oatmeal. I've either spilled it on myself, burned off my fingerprints, or thrown it on my floor. So I don't want to see oatmeal for a very long time. You're okay. welcome. You're okay. welcome so for that. It's, it's, it's oatmeal that's... <laughs> oatmeal is pissing me off this off. week. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, let's 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 wind it down because we can't. There's nowhere else to go after oatmeal. Uh, where can people contact you? Give them the particulars of where they can get at you, social media wise or just whatever. You can find me on Instagram at curvy c u r v y underscore glamazon g l a m a z o n, 
And any photographers out there, hit me up. Let's collab. All right, that's that's you know you on Twitter or anything like that. No, man, I'm t- I don't. What's Twitter? I'm just kidding. I know what it is, but I just I can't. Thank All you. right. Well, uh, let me give a quick shout out uh, to uh, the uh, the maker uh, of we don't really uh, uh, I don't really shout out uh, products here, but uh, just I feel I had to give a special shout out to King Beard Oil, <laughs> uh, the uh, the lovely beard oil uh, made uh, by uh, Face Focused, uh, lovely uh, lady who uh, is, uh, uh, makes uh, beard oil that makes uh your, your beard looks nice thank you it's all it's really good silky and luxurious it never feels that way before and i'm not just saying that because the woman's here and she gave me a free bottle a week ago and she's kind of fine she got king magazine booty I but i'm just saying fine she yeah. is fine I, i'm looking yeah, at her right I'm now just, too yeah I'm just hey saying, curvy sister yeah she uh she makes uh, a lot of uh good uh good products and beard oils it, i feel my i feel confident I feel uh, silky, and I, and I feel like I got a big penis now. So uh, thank Woo! you uh, very much, yeah. uh, Jenny Glamazon, and your friend uh, for coming down here. Um, stay tuned uh, for uh, uh, yeah, I know Flight Squad Radio. Uh, Flight Squad Radio is coming up next. Flash Gordon Park Show is coming up in the next studio if they ever get out of there. Uh, this is uh, Craig D. Lindsay saying. Uh, Sarah Huckabee, uh, you, me, and uh, my big penis down. All right, I'll catch y'all later.